Warning this episode contains vulgar language, rock stars, adult situations, crazy dogs, references to Jimi Hendrix, Tom Petty, Tom Morello, The Beatles, and Freddie Mercury. Listener discretion is advised in rock and roll. Episode 34. Beck, Mongolian Chop Squad, Rocks, Lizard Bar. Hey, and welcome to another edition of Spark and Mong Review. I'm your host, Zahn. How you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. I mean, I'm recording this for a second time, so I'm a little pissed at that. But, you know, that's what I get for not saving. I gotta remember to do that next time. I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a little bit of a cold. My throat's kind of eh. But you don't want to hear about me bitch about that. For those of you who don't know, this... Barkin Manga Reviews is a site that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much what I do is every episode I'll review at least one manga, give you some information about it so that way you don't go to the bookstore and see the title and be like, hey, this looks good. I'll do all the dirty work and tell you if it sucks or not and give you some information. If you're interested in it, you can check it out. If you're not, But anyway, so what's new with me besides re-recording this? Not much. A little stressed out. 
Works kind of hard. You know, actually I'm on vacation now, but I'm still kind of coming down from Comic-Con because that was awesome. And it was really, really cool, so, you know. Anyway, um, been playing a lot of GTA 4, you know, really getting psyched about that. I'm having some trouble with some of the achievements, especially that uh, last man standing one, surviving six minutes on six stars. It's a bitch to do, man, because you just get shot left and right. They will kill you with any, you know, they'll just, no, no hesitation, you're dead. So I got to figure out how to do that. Any ideas, email me, spirecannagemail.com. Um, for news, pretty much three basic things. First one is that this manga is going to be adapted into an anime, Kimoni Tokoti. I don't know, it's about a girl who's in love with a girl who looks like the girl from the ring. <laughs> no interest. Um, next one, Canada's Amazon is going to be now releasing digital boy love manga. Yay, yowie. Who cares about that? Um, a big one, for those of you who remember a couple of episodes ago, I reviewed Nodame Cantable, and I told you that the art author... Nino Mia was taking a break because she had recently given birth to her son and she was having carpal tunnel problems. Well, if you're not faithful Nodame Cantable fans, she'll be back in March. She's officially released on her blog that she's going to be coming back, and that'll be awesome. Other big thing is that, you know, she has pictures of her son on her blog. He's a cute tyke. Ah, someone's leaving. Ah, one of my neighbors is driving away. Oh, well. <coughs> Better close the window. And I think that's about, well, there anything else, really? No, no other real news. Just, you know, regular stuff's going on in the regular world. You know, Mason is still wherever. I usually, I used to have a host, not anymore. But, you know, maybe Mason will come back or maybe I'll get a new host. We'll see. Um, on to contests. We have our two usual contests. The first one is design an opening for the Spirekin Manga View. As you know, we have a warning in the beginning of every episode, and we do it in different styles. Like, one time we'll do it as, you know, prison convict, one time as a westerner, one time as someone from France. You know, I try to vary it, so it's not just, warning, this episode contains blah, blah, blah. Same one every single time. I try to, you know, make it a little interesting and have it kind of pertain to the episode a little bit. So here's how it works. Before, when a new episode is released, you send me an email with your recording of how you want it done, the style... You just record, okay, this episode, whatever you want it contains has to pertain to the manga and, you know, basics, adult language, adult situations, and whatever. And just listener discretion is advised. Everything else, I don't care. Just release it, and I'll use it. It'd be really cool, and I will give you guys props. The other one is uh, design a promo for the podcast. Pretty much, I only have the one promo with me and Mason, and, you know, it's kind of getting stale, so I need some new promos up with it like i said i'll give you guys props and i'll hit you up with some merch i got some stuff from comic-con but more importantly i got some new banners and stuff like that so you know you get a spirekin manga review you join the society for providing information reviews about manga that's kind of cool and the last one is the design a list for the wheel of manga if you don't know where the list is it's on the website itself check it out spirekin.podbean.com or our form spirekin.rapidboards.com look it up Pick 10 that we haven't used already, so you can't have repeats. So anything we've used on the list, you can't use. But anything else is fair game. Pick 10, send it to me, and if I like it, I'll use it. So, I think that's about it, really. Anything else? Uh, no, not really. Oh, I've been watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Very cool show. It's hysterical, especially the one where they find a dead guy. 
and Danny DeVito, precious. But this isn't a TV show manga podcast. It's just a manga podcast. So, without further ado, let me get into it. Last episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, I spun the Wheel of Manga. I got a good one this week, folks. And what happened is I got Beck, Mongolian Chop Squad. And no, Beck is not about Jeff Beck, the musical talent artist. No, Beck is a manga that was created by Harold Sakuishi. He's created a bunch of manga I've never heard of, but the fact his name is Harold is kind of cool. Uh, originally published by Kodansha, it's currently being published by Tokyopop. It originally came out February 17, 2000, and it actually ended May 17, 2008. Actually, two days after the first episode of the Spark and Manga Review came out. Kind of cool. There are 34 volumes, currently 12 are released, and I read all of them in under 7 hours. Yeah. I started reading one, had to read the second one, had to read... I'll get into it. There's also a TV anime series, which is 26 episodes, covers the first, I think, 25 chapters. And there's a video game for the PS2. I want to definitely check that out. Um, and the genre is it's a shonen, and it's a music, romance, slice of life series. <coughs> I must be getting that cold. My throat's kind of getting sore. So, anyway, what is Beck about? Beck is about, well, the main character, his name is Tanaka Yukio, or later he's called Koyuki, so I'll call him Koyuki because it's easier to remember, I, mean, I don't have to go back. So anyway, Koyuki is this 14-year-old kid who just entered junior high, and well, no one really notices him. He has no real existence. I mean, he only has two acquaintances. He doesn't have friends. He has acquaintances. Which is a degree further from yourself than a friend. I mean, one of them is this useless pervert who does stupid things and says, Oh, Kyuki did it. It's his fault. And the other one is this, the most popular girl in school who's beautiful and hot. And like five years ago, when he was alone in the playground, she played with him and they became friends. And he... He loves her, and it's kind of an unrequited love. I mean, he sees her dating guys, and he's like, Oh, well, you know. And he says, Oh, you're dating him? That's kind of nice. Kind of sucks for him, because, you know, he's a cool guy. I mean. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <coughs> I must be cold. Anyway, so, you know, his existence is kind of... So... One day he's walking home from school, and he sees these kids pestering this dog. And this dog is ugly as anything. He looks like, have you ever seen Tim Burton's Frankenweenie? He looks like that dog, but weirder. He's big, fat, and he has stitches, and he has multi-dog parts on him. Like, his rear legs are a Dalmatian. His right paw is like an... Doberman, his base body is some other dog, and he has a patch over one ear. It's blue hair. No, it's noticeable. It's blue hair, which is very odd on a dog. And so he sees the kids picking on this dog, and he's like debating, you know, maybe I should save this dog, prove myself, do something different, prove I'm just not invisible, that I am someone different. I'm going against the grain. Because that's the thing, this series is about going against the grain. Because in Japan, it's always you have to do everything, you gotta go to school. Gotta go to, you know, 
go to your school, do really good, become an A student, go to the right high school, they'll take you to the right college, and then in college you can screw around, and then you become a salary man, and you get married, and then you die. This is about going against that grain completely. And what happens is that, as he's debating, the kids decide to give up on the dog, and he's looking at the dog, walking towards it, and suddenly he hears, Beck, here boy, here boy. And he sees this guy in a black shirt with long hair. At first I thought it was a girl, but it's not. This is Beck's owner, Ryusuke Minami. And he's this slacker guy who's kind of, you know, relaxed. He's pretty cool. Later on he gets really cool, but when he starts out, he just, just, just this really cool kind of guy. And he's talking to Kiyuki a little bit, and Kiyuki goes to pet Beck, and Beck bites him in his hand. And he's bleeding, and Ryusuke, or Ray as he's called in America, you find that out later, gives him this, you know those disposable napkins you see on the street in the animes? Well, he gets one, he gives it to the kid, and he's like, wash your hands, here you go, no problem, I'll see you later, man. So, you know, he's thinking, what a cool guy, wish I was that cool. And then he's depressed again, and being emo next day, he's in school, and the girl, who I told you about before, Izumi, the popular girl, who's part of the swim team, and actually it's one of the hottest scenes when you see her come out of the water, is she's like, hey, Yukio, um, listen, I got some friends, we're going bowling tonight, and we need another person, do you want to come? And he's like, really? That's co- that, that'd be cool, yeah, great, cool, no problem. So he goes to hang out with the older kids. And typically, like, when younger kids hang out with older kids, there's a huge gap. Like, she'll talk to him, but everyone else kind of, they stay away from him. And he's, you know, he sucks at bowling. He's getting a gutter ball every time because he's not trying. And she has to tell him, look, follow the arrows and you'll get a strike. And she shows him and he gets strikes. He's not doing that great. So, later they go to a bar. And he's kind of like, I don't know if this is a good idea. As he goes to the bar, who does he see? He sees Ryusuke talking to someone, this other guy with long hair. He goes to the bartender, um, excuse me, uh, who's the guy over there? Oh, that's Ryusuke Minami. He's the one of the guitarists for, um, Serial, uh, Serial Mama. He's like, really? He's a guitarist? Yeah, um, well, listen, he gave me this thing. Can you give it back to him? Thanks. It's handkerchief. And so they're kind of depressed. You know, he's kind of circling off. He's like, listen, I gotta go home. I got class tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they all decide to leave. And as they're walking out, they see this beautiful Lexus outside. And the car's been vandalized horribly. Someone took a key to it and really screwed it up. They're like, oh shit. And one guy's like, oh my god. He walks up to the car. He's like, this is so bad. Whoever did this is really fucked up. And meanwhile, Yukio's like, oh, I keep Yuki's like, we gotta go. We're gonna get in trouble. And hey, what are you doing by my car? Three Americans show up really pissed off and no one speaks English. Well, they speak some words, but not anything coherent and they're going to kick their ass. And who comes to save the day? Ryusuke. He talks to them and says, listen, let's talk over here in this alley. You guys go away. What ends up is a very funny and hysterical fight involving him pulling out a toy gun and holding them hostage and getting the shit kicked out of them. Anyway, this is the first fatal meeting of Ryusuke and Kuyuki and them becoming friends. 
and this leads to many hijinks and insanity, including many other things. I mean, the main setup is that you find out that Ryusuke, his best friend, Eddie, is the lead singer of this band called Dying Breed. They're known all over the world. They're like YouTube. Everyone knows who you are. Everyone all over the world. You've heard of these guys. You've heard their albums. You've seen them on TV. So on and so forth. And what happens is that he wants to be that big. And he promised Eddie one day in the future we'll play together on stage. And he's trying to get that big. Because when he was in America, no one talked to him. Because Ryusuke spent a lot of time in New York. And he had no friends. And he met this guy Eddie. And they became friends. So he's trying to get big. And he's part of this band, like I said. And the other guitarist, because he's the lead guitarist, and the other guitarist, this guy, AG, is an asshole. He's like, man, listen, this, you know, I'm the lead guitarist, you're second guitarist, and you gotta dye your hair to look like Mike, because the girls love it. And it's awesome, and they love us. And they get into a big fight, and Ryusuke says, you know, go fuck yourself, man, I don't like it. I don't like you, no problem. And he quits the band, he starts his own band. And also another character that's introduced is his little sister, Maho. Now, when Kuyuki meets Maho, they're, well, it turns out they're the same age. She is this brash, angry girl with the first words that she says to Kuyuki is, fuck you. Because he asks her where the bathroom is and he doesn't understand things. She was raised in the United States also and she speaks English perfectly, Japanese, meh, but you can't read it at all. And so you get the interesting dynamic of the romance aspect is that he's interested in Maho because she's crazy and interested and you know the other girl, Izumi, is the unrequited love of his life that he's had for a while. I mean I like the fact that this gets wrapped up very quickly. It gets wrapped up by the fifth manga. It gets wrapped up. It's done. So, what happens is, is he's hanging out with Maho, she starts singing a song, and Kuyuki starts singing it. And she's shocked. He's got a beautiful voice. Turns out that he's really good at singing. Like, really good. And what happens is, you know, as she thinks about this, she starts talking to her brother, and it's like, maybe we can get him as a singer or something. But, eh, he's kind of stupid. And he wants to become popular, and he ends up starting to take guitar lessons. It's kind of funny, because Ryusuke gives him this old guitar, and he starts learning how to play guitar. And, long story short, after a while, he becomes the backup guitarist for this band they start up called Beck. It's pretty cool. The rest of the series, I mean, I could spoil so much about this series, but yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give any more spoilers about it. I mean, what can I say? There are so many references to musicians all over. I mean, from Jimmy Page to, you know, they make references. Because one of the characters, he's the bassist for Beck. He's like Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Because he always rips off his shirt and he's always like half naked. And then, you know, one of the bands is called. Uh, one of the. Sorry, not bands. One of the guitar shops is called Nui Guitars. It's a reference to Nui Maelstrom, which is this really hard rock band. I think I pronounced the name horribly, but, uh. What else? Um. 
There's a reoccurring dream which has Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, John Lennon, Freddie Mercury, and you know, references to George Clinton, to Snoop Dogg. If you're a music fan, you will love this manga. I mean, I said that before with Nodama Cantable, but Nodama Cantable is if you're a classic music fan, if you love any type of music, just in general, the fact of music, you'll love this manga. I can't... I mean, I can't reference anything else about it. I mean, there's a lot of little inside jokes, like Kyuki shirts say, like, Ramon on it, and Rodeo Head, and Radio Heat, and, you know, you see pictures of Bob Marley, and, of course, Joe Shop, uh, Norchi, uh, whatever the hell, the guy you see on all the shirts. I can't remember at the moment. I mean, and there's references to a lot of places and things. Like you see Abbey Road, you see the Lizard Box where Nirvana first showed up. I mean, I can't, I can't emphasize how cool this manga is. Now, some of the bad things are it drags. I mean, like I said, I read all 12 seven hours. I came in the bookstore, I grabbed them, I was like, I'll just peruse one. I read all of them completely. I got that in-depth ingrained into it, and I was like, this is awesome. This is the greatest, you know, this is a great thing. Uh, it'll drag you in, so you have to buy more than one. But later on, like, after the first major story arc, it just drags and slows down and becomes very long and boring. I mean, here's the thing. This is a slice of life which takes place in the character's years over six years. I mean, Kuyuki starts off as 14 years old and the end of the series is 21. That's a long time. You, I mean, you see him develop and mature and that's kind of cool. You see him physically change, unlike other mangas where the character stays the same age forever. But there's a lot of dead space because this actually goes through living the rock star life. I mean, showing the ups and downs. I mean, it's not you go to the, you know, you go... You go to the concert, you sing, they join you, you're, you're making millions. No, it shows the downside. You have to pay money to, to get publications. You have to try and get gigs. And if you screw up a gig, they'll kick you off the tour. And uh, it's, it's long. So that kind of slows it down. The other thing is the art style. I mean, bodies are awesome. Clothing is awesome. A lot of the actual sketches of characters is good, but the main characters, they're ugly as hell. The main male characters, I mean, they drove me nuts for a while. After a while, I got used to it, but they're kind of ugly. I mean, not Initial D ugly or Akira ugly, but they kind of need some work. Um, and, well... I think I'll give you I think I'll give you my rating on this manga after this promo. It is said that in the moment of death of your podcast, your light flashes before your eyes. It's been one whole month of this new year, and we haven't even released one single episode. With the new year started, I thought, this is it, Mike. This is crazy. Only it hasn't. The show is still definitely here. Hit it, mine. Okay. 
Series 4 is coming soon. Check us out at r5central.wordpress.com. You can also check us out on MySpace and on iTunes. Don't count us out yet. What can I say about R5? I mean, really good podcast. I really enjoy their stuff. The only thing is it takes forever to come out. Um, yeah, so now what am I going to give back? I mean, despite all of its poor things that pissed me off about it, like I said, I had to read more. I wanted more. So I'm giving it a really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't buy this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will pop out, and your soul will be forfeit to the great Zomo Gustar. Our highest rating. I have to. It's a really good manga. It really is. I really enjoyed it. And, I mean, there are... If you don't like the music part, there is other stuff, too. And, I mean, you have the whole fact that there's a whole subplot with that... Uh, Kyusuke got this guitar called Lucia, which has bullet holes in it. And, like, the mobs after him, or this mu- music reps after him because the, he stole it. And then you have the whole love triangle between Maho, Izumi, and Kuyuki. Because... You know, like I said, Maho's this girl who's his age who likes him. I mean, she's weird as anything and crazy, but she likes him. And then the other girl is, like, just the unrequited love. And then there's this other character. His name is uh, Saito. He is Kuyuki's music teacher and swimming teacher. They met in a pool, and turns out that he likes guitar. But he's freaking nuts. I mean, he's a big, fat, old, 40-year-old pervert, and he's a former gymnast for the Olympics, so... When Kyuki's swimming, he's like, Swim harder, faggot! Do better! I want to see that breaststroke done faster! You're 30 meters away! Hurry up! Hurry! And he's all crazy, but then he's very meek when he's not in the swimming underwear. I mean, I heard rumors that at the end of the series, there's a girl he likes, and she's getting married, and actually, when he first sees her, he says, Look, don't just go get married and then the day of the wedding he shows up in the swimming gear like I'm gonna break that wedding I'm gonna jump out of the pool by the wedding and take her away and do some crazy shit like that so check it out it's worth getting it really is it's worth checking out it's worth at least checking out once if you love music you'll love it if you love romance you'll like it I mean it'll drag later cause I heard just kinda they cut that out for a while so for like 40 chapters, it's just them trying to survive. But it's pretty cool, and if you love the history of music, you'll like it. Um, yeah, so I guess that's about it. I mean, definitely check out our website, spireken.podbean.com or our MySpace, myspace.com forward slash spireken. Um, I'm on Xbox Live. Uh, X, of course, the Xbox Gamer tag is. Zan Space Spirekin. Zan's with an X, not with an S. And check us out on Facebook, Spirekin Manga Review Group. I think, well, oh yes, also we have our voicemail, which is 206-426-6665. That again is 206-426-MONK, our monk line. Leave us a voicemail and we will put it on the podcast. So far we haven't had any. Hopefully we'll get one soon. And well... Guess you get to it. As I said before, it's that time for that one, the only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Except no substitute from any other podcast. 
As for those of you who don't know, Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune which has 10 mangas put on it. I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what I'll review for the next episode, episode 35 of the Spyrokin Manga Review. So let's see what it's going to be for episode 35. Nice spin. Number 7. Now, let me look. I wrote them on cards this time. Number seven on the list for this week's Wheel of Manga. Ho <laughs> ho That's interesting. So, for the next episode of Spark and Manga Review, I'll be reviewing a manga which so many people have heard about. If you've ever walked outside your street and looked at anime merchandise, you've seen this. If you've watched channel, you know, UPN or Channel 11 or Cartoon Network, you've seen it. There's video games of this card games, animes, movies, clothing, and even a VW bug that's shaped like the main character from this series. Yes, friends, I'm talking about that one, the only, Pocket Monsters. So for episode 35, I'm reviewing Pokemon. Ah, that's it for this, this episode of the Spire Kid Manga Review. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and as usual, I'm your host, Zan, Gonsville. <laughs>
Who 